Watch it in. What? Big says on and the little one says off. The top hat is on. What would I do without you? Graphics, yes. Calling to order the Recreation, Music, and Parks Commission for Wednesday, September 19th at 7 o'clock, minutes after. And may we start with a roll call, please? Garrett? Here. Here. Helm? Here. Watts? Here. Martin? Here. And Holy? Here. <coughs> and... Maggie, would you be willing, as our newest member, to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, of course. To the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. If everyone has had a chance to review the minutes, um, I'd like to entertain additions or corrections to the minutes. And I didn't have mine here, but there was the one line that didn't make sense. Um, the commissioner. Yeah, I see it. Clock. Sort of repeats that. Great. Thank you, Steve. Any other? Additions or corrections to the minutes. May I have a motion for approval, please? Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. And opposed? Great. Thank you. This is a moment for public comment, and I don't have any public comment cards, so in the absence of those, we'll move forward. Um, special announcements by commissioners. And Dave, may we Maybe we start with you, Commissioner Martin. Sure, I've got a very special announcement. First of all, I'd like to congratulate the Petaluma National League Little Leaguer since I've been involved in sports. And um, it's just a wonderful thing they've done. Um, when you say world champions, you always think of Major League Baseball, right? No, but these kids are actually were world champions, you know, third place because they compete against other countries. So, I mean, the parade was beautiful. All the banners that are all over Petaluma. Every time I see a banner, I think of them. So hopefully uh, we can make another trip in the future. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, guys. Commissioner Escudero. Yes, um, again, thank you very much for a great team. Um, Phil, so good to be part of this community and I'm very, very happy for you guys. Thank you very much for bringing such a joy um, um, to our community. Um, I do have a special um, announcement for the community is that um, 
next, actually at the end of this month, we're going to start celebrating um, Day of the Dead, which is uh, El Dia de los Muertos, and it starts on September 30th through November 4th. So please join us to a celebration. It's a community event, and um, you get to um, get more information at the PetalumaArtsCenter.org. Thank you. Thank you. And Commissioner Bear? No? Well, I actually just want one quick comment is just to thank all the people who volunteered for the river cleanup that uh, happened this past Saturday. It, I, th I think it was very successful. Great. And Commissioner Holly, our next. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, yes, I have, I have a few announcements to make. Um, one is about the river cleanup. We did have apparently 85 people showed up and they gathered sev over 700 pounds of items out of the river, including an ironing board, crib, TV monitor, grocery carts, and baskets. And um, Michael Turner, who is a, a regular on the river, crafted a grappling hook out of rebar and helped haul all of these things out of the river. Um, that was on September 15th. Prior to that, uh, the North Bay Rowing Club hosted the um, uh, the Petaluma River Marathon and Half Marathon. We had the largest turnout ever with uh, 110 athletes. Um, and it was a true marathon all the way out to the 37 bridge. And the half marathon was half that distance. We had, um, all, of course, buoys and, and safety uh, measures in place. We had all sorts of rowing shells, including, um, and then we also had a lot of kayaks. We had uh, outrigger canoes, OC1s, OC6s, OC2s, flatwater kayaks, stand-up pedal boards, surf skis, and a marathon canoe. And um, one more announcement is that uh, in at the beginning of October, we will be hosting the um, the seventh annual um, Petaluma River uh, Wine Wine Country Rowing Classic, which will bring 600 athletes to Petaluma. So I hope that the public will come out and look at that from Schellenberger Park. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Klotz. I do have a c couple of announcements, and one I wanted to welcome our newest member of the commission, Maggie Hole. Holy, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And um, it is so refreshing to have a an increasing perspective on the river and increasing voice from the river. Thank you so much for joining us. I also wanted to let you know that Measure X is on the ballot, and Measure X is the measure that uh, supports parks and recreation in Petaluma and um, it's a very energetic crew of volunteers who are making this happen who are um, are boots on the street right now they are going door to door and encouraging people to vote for Measure X it will be um, a special day on Tuesday September 25th at Dempsey's when there's a dine and donate in support of Measure X so please Come on down, enjoy Dempsey's all day. Stay all day, come any time of the day, but um, that's one way to contribute to Measure X. And if you would like more information about that measure, you'll find it on the p4.org website. In addition, um, I wanted you to know that the Parks and Rec Commission uh, chatted a while back about a special monument for the child George, Georgia Moses whose body was found just south of town and um, there was a, a really precious sculpture that was um, placed on, on the place where her body was found. 
when Caltrans uh, began their work, they let us know that it needed to be moved. And with the work of Scott and other folks in the community, Kit Lufruz, uh, Maureen McGeegan, thank you so much. Um, that monument will be um, installed here at City Hall on the 26th of this month. So with the assistance of the firefighters and the assistance of Leo Ghirardelli, that will be um, very, very specially installed in honor of Georgie, Georgia. Um, it's interesting that that is Yom Kippur, so it's, an, uh, it's, the, it's a day of the dead in the Jewish culture, so it'll be very, very sweet to have a chance to honor Georgia in that way. So, let's see. Program and partnership reports. We're very, very excited to um, not have with us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, we're excited to hear the report, but we're not able to provide the report tonight. Right. Our, we can our, hardly wait. Yeah, I, yeah, and I realize that we'll have it next month. Thank you very much. Our, we had a, a um, an availability issue for tonight so, uh, due to a family emergency. Thank you for the rescue there. Yeah. <laughs> um, in addition, under new business, which is our next item, we have an opportunity to hear again from the Petaluma River Access Partners and um, we get to hear about the Petaluma Waterways, um, which we had an opportunity to tour just in July. So Susan Starbird is here, and please join us. And while <coughs> Susan is stepping up, I'll just point out that we left some hard copies on the dais here tonight. We didn't leave uh, six. We left, I think, four. There's four of them, so if you could sort of move them or share them, uh, that would be great. And uh, and I think uh, Donnie's going to scroll s through some of the uh, some of the items uh, on the screen while while Susan makes her presentation. So, thank you, Susan. Yeah, we'll do. Are you good? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, then I don't need to think. Um, if not at, on walking tours or whatever. Anyway, um, thank you very much, commissioners and staff, for receiving us. <coughs> so as you, many of you would recall, we did a walking tour in May of what I call highlights of the central area of Petaluma Waterways, the easily walkable part. But um, the whole area I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with because of you know, your involvement in parks. Um, then in either June or July, actually it was a presentation here in May, and then in June or July we, we did the walking tour, and today <coughs> we're coming back to ask you as commissioners to support and accept the work that is embodied in the catalog. And the catalog, as you may have observed, is a compendium of all of the projects that were identified by PRAP as um, good prospects for building out Petaluma Waterways in the in the image of the 1996 River Access and Enhancement So it's a it's a guiding document. It's not a blueprint. It's a, a concept, and it's intended.
wanted to be a dynamic and developing thing as we are able to um, find funding and service clubs and uh, work parties and all the resources that would be necessary to make this thing a reality, um, hopefully in our lifetimes, if not within five years. <laughs> so, um, any questions? Can I answer any questions? Um, seen this monster, monster document. I think of it as a monster because I've had my hands all over it. And Greg and Joe also helped with it. And uh, I wish I could say it was a blueprint, but that'll come as projects are adopted and funded. Um, the chair. Um, do you have a priority among the, all the different projects that are um, listed or, or described in this or is it just as money becomes available for whatever does that move to the front of the list I'm, I'm not I'm not clear about that it's sort of both things <coughs> um, there are several projects described that are already in motion in some way you know like the um, the Stingerland and Park plan around the River Heritage Center has been designed Oh, sorry. Could you speak into that? Yeah. Because I think it's I thought being I was going to be over here, over oh. there. So, um, Steamer Landing Park. There's a plan for developing that park, so it could be executed when funded. Um, the trestle is in progress. You know, the engineering study is is being reviewed. Um, there are a number of other projects that are sort of in motion, but but still need a little push to get over the hill, or maybe a big push to get over the hill and be constructed. So they tend to move towards the front. But another project that I regard as super urgent is to create a wayfinding system for the entire Petaluma waterways so that we can show people who see a fragment of it that it's all part of an interconnected whole. And so if I had to go out and look for a grant tomorrow, and I've already done some work in this respect, I would be looking for money for wayfinding design and installations throughout the whole network. I think that, and, uh, excuse me, mm -hmm. uh, another uh, sort of um, important point is that one of the things that, that we discussed at pretty great length was that we wanted to be poised to take advantage of opportunities. And sometimes you don't know what those are going to be. And we didn't want to get pigeonholed into having an opportunity for something we had prioritized as being very low. So, so everything is sort of, sort of open. And, and we're hoping that what this does is encourages people to engage. And it will certainly also help us to encourage granting agencies to engage. So, um, so in, in sort of the spirit of being able to take advantage of any opportunity, it's 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 all good. <laughs> okay. Well, part part of if I may continue, um, part of what uh, prompted that question is that I'm the chair of the now wrapping up citizen advisory group to the station area plan, the mm -hmm. half mile radius around the uh, smart train station, mm -hmm. and one of the points that came up while we were doing that in uh, that investigation I guess or looking at the plan was boat access you know places for boats to come um, people to moor their boat and and access what is going to be happening around the station area mm -hmm. and I don't know if any of you know, if if you guys have specific places that you want it 
uh, because there are specific places that are going to be called out in that. I know that Scott Diven, who is the head staff member uh, in this effort, is pulling together the draft right now that will then go forward to different commissions and committees. I, I believe it'll go to uh, PBAC, it'll go to the Planning Commission and before it comes to the Council. So there are opportunities to get in there, but you might want to get in there even now. Mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that uh, I know that that issue has been raised because I raised it and um, but I want to make sure that it's raised in a way that is meets what your needs are you know and that they're they're complementary and that they don't clash with each other mm -hmm. so so maybe I could email you Scott Ivan's e e address and you could just like get on the right I've page been, with and him. Scott has been really helpful oh, okay, to good. PRAP so he and I have communicated about the transit area plan or the station area plan and I wrote a letter to to that group good commenting but um, our project number nine um, is the turning basin and it corresponds to a lot of the area of the Golden Eagle Shopping Center um, as you probably noticed, there's 9A in the catalog, which is a boat rental center, but also we're concerned with what's going to happen at Cavanaugh Landing Park, which is one of our projects, and, and uh, the foot of the Balshaw Bridge and how it debouches into a plaza at, at Golden Eagle. I was very excited by the transit area plan. I, I felt like a lot of the spirit of Petaluma Waterways was captured in that plan and that the details are are you know worth worth tweaking a bit but in general really good and I used many images from the transit area plan draft of this spring in the catalog as you see great okay I just want to make sure that we're all working together here yeah thank, thank you. you for that yeah sure comments or questions I just wanted to Susan thank you one more time for the incredible tour you were so patient with all of our questions and um, our newness to the concept in the live the seeing the concept live I what I love about what you were doing um, as a group is that you're really stitching together all the various access points and, and amenities along the river and pointing us in the direction of the river and pointing our town in the direction of the river and thank you for that. It's a, it's a powerful image. I, I can't wait to see it happen. It really is. Mm -hmm. I, I have one question just about a detail and, and I'm not sure if this would even, if I, it's uh, an element that I heard mentioned early on, and that is a memorial grove on McNear Peninsula. Do you, is that part of you, what you guys are talking about, or? It's not ringing a bell. It's not ringing a bell. If I may, uh, please. It's it's part of the um, the um, the master plan for McNear Peninsula for for the the area in in general. Um, uh, it was part of the, the landscape plan that uh, partnered with the neighbors for Jericho um, a company there for their family, the Lynch family. Great. Thank you very much. I, I was remembering that I had heard something, but I didn't know if it was connected on, on which side. Thank you so much, Ron. So it's, it's part of the River Heritage and Steamer Landing Master Plan 
which is identified in waterways and the specifics of which have been developed already and yep. yeah projects number 15 and 16 <laughs> you really do have this memorized don't you <laughs> And I understand that you have a public tour happening tomorrow between 10 and noon? Is between that? 9 and, and nine and 11. And it's the biggest tour, partly because it's the last one of the year. But um, I'll have a couple of other tours for, for individuals like um, uh, Grant Davis of the Sonoma County Water Agency later this fall. And, and I'm working on a couple of other people trying to get them out just to see what we're doing because collaborating with them is an important part of it as well are there and, are and there if you guys request one of course I'll, I'll schedule it are there openings left on the tour tomorrow or that's full sold out sold out okay yeah great thank you very much thank you so this are there other comments or questions I think you were going where I was gonna go so yes exactly. Continue, please. for for once in the right direction <laughs> Scott thank you um, I would like to accept a motion in support of the city's river access plan as a means to promote volunteerism, collaboration, cooperation, and participation in providing recreation and river access. I'll make that motion. I'll Thank second. You. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'll second. It's been moved and seconded. Is there uh, all in favor? Aye. And opposed? We're accepting the work of, it's accepting the work of waterways in support of the river access plan. And we've, we've, we've written a, 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 the action into a memorandum that I think is being referred to. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And our goal will Thank be to work in cooperation, collaboration with you to see this accomplished. Yes, yes. Uh, we're going we're gonna to assemble the PRAP folks and talk about what action might be appropriate at the council level. In, in the discussion around stationary planning gets me thinking about other ways that we, that we may approach that, but we'd certainly like to at minimum get a presentation to the council so that they can see the good work. Great. Thank you very much. And thank you all three for coming. Bye-bye. The next item of business is old business to make or confirm appointments of Recreation, Music, and Park Commission members to the Senior Advisory Committee and the Museum Board. These were um, appointments that we lost our quorum at the last meeting, so we didn't have a chance to make, that, make it at the last meeting. So we did do a lot of work at that meeting with um, reassessing and, and reviewing the appointments to various liaison positions and those were the last two so is there anyone who would particularly like to um, be on the museum historical museum committee I would very much like to be on that committee if if no one else is itching to do it I know that's a committee that that Israel was on for a time, and I just want to make sure. Do you guys want to arm wrestle or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, due to uh, personal conflict, um, I cannot attend to those meetings. So. But um, be more than happy to join you yeah. maybe the first time, and, and we can go there. I would like that. Yeah, appreciate that. Great. The next committee is the senior advisory committee, and um, just wanted to to pull the commissioners and see if there's anyone who is very energetic or very passionate about the senior advisory committee because I don't want to have to arm wrestle you because I would like to do that. <laughs> so um, so I'm, that's what I'll do. And Scott, do we need a motion to accept those? I, I think we've, we've made those notes and we'll include those in the matrix and I think we're, we're fine to move on. Great. Thank, Thank you, you very much. We appreciate you filling those slots. Thank you so much, too. So, uh, Commissioner Reports is their next item of business. And, Steve, let's let's start down at this end of the dais. Um, the uh, Youth Commission met last Tuesday, and they have uh, a number of the students that have graduated, and they filled that with, uh, there's about six or eight new people, new um, they're probably sophomores to seniors and a couple of new adults. Off to a good start. Oh, fabulous. I had an opportunity uh, last week to meet the chair of the Youth Commission. I, I, I know that her first name is Amy from Casa Grande High School. Oh, yeah, Amy Jin. Amy Jin, yes. What a dynamic and positive, and the, she has so many ideas. Yes about how to increase uh, <laughs> civic engagement around among young people. Yes. That was very exciting. Yes. There's, to there's a whole group like that, you know, and she's certainly uh, Really, it's really great. Thank you for that report. And Maggie, do you have a commissioner's report for us? This is the moment where we talk about how we see our parks and any of our liaison work as well. I understand that you made a visit to your parks with your kids. Yes, yes, actually, um, I did. I did take my son, who's eight, and and a, a third grader at Grant School, with his friend, and um, we visited. We visited all of our parks, uh, except for Grant, which I see regularly, and the Westridge Open Space, which I also see regularly, and uh, they made um, child uh, child eye level. S uh, surveys of the parks and made sure that the water f fountains worked and the and the slides were clean and that sort of thing and um, it was really fun to do it that way to have to have the kids eye view and uh, you know explored Rocky Dog Park and ran into friends there and it was really a nice um, a nice afternoon spent and, and luckily we were at uh, the River Heritage Center when they were open and we were able to uh, my kids climbed in the boats that are on land and just had a great time it was really a much more engaging way to do it than by myself, I think. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you. That's great. And Teresa. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I checked my parks out too. I had McNear, Penry, West Haven, Riverview, uh, and the Marina. And um, at every one of them was spotless. I think I picked up maybe three pieces of litter throughout all the parks. So that was actually pretty good. Um, but there, there's no water in the water fountains at the Riverview um, uh, Park. In, that includes like from the dog to the little kid to the adult size. There just wasn't any water running at all. 
and at at West Haven they were working, but they were angled off. You know, they weren't. The water wasn't going into where the water should go. It was sort of like going toward you. You know, so uh, that looked like a bit of a problem. But it wasn't the kind of thing that I could. It didn't look like it was movable. But maybe it is, and I just didn't know how to do it. Every, the, all the water fountains were fine elsewhere. Um, and, and really, that, that actually was it. And of course, the marina looked terrific because we just had the river cleanup right before I had gone out there. So it was, it was really quite good. Um, in addition to the parks, my other liaison um, report is on the tree committee, which we just had our meeting this afternoon. So Ron and I will tag team this one in case I forget anything. Um, our next meeting we're going to have in October, we are going to be meeting with Suzanne Smith from the Sonoma County Transit uh, Authority for this for Sonoma County, who works with Caltrans in their in the widening of the highways, and we want to talk to them about the mitigations that are we're hoping will happen over the 700 to 900 trees that are going to be taken out when 101 is widened. We are clearly aware that they cannot be replaced within the um, the widening of the 101 but we want uh, the according to the EIR they're supposed to be off-site mitigations on a one-to-one -one ratio and uh, we want to make sure that that doesn't get lost and um, so we're hoping we tried first with Caltrans and and they kind of said well it depends on the availability of money and according to the EIR, if a mitigation is is realistic and feasible, it has to be actually implemented. And so um, if, if they're going to say they don't have the money to do that, we, we really want to know up front, and then we want to see whether or not we can make a case that they they really have to do this you know so that you know because that is what they assigned they signed on to do so we're we're going to be dogged here so we'll see whether that works um, so we'll keep you up on that one uh, the subcommittee that met regarding the Central Park Redwood tree circumstances which included Margie from uh, Park and Rec Rod from uh, tree uh, advisory committee and Ron the staff member um, is uh, perhaps going to get together again I believe on the 4th of October to meet with Rotary to talk about um, what what the next steps are to go forward in implementing what the workshop came out with and uh, hopefully they'll be able to meet ahead of time to sort of um, craft how to make that discussion go forward in something that uh, Rotary will want and will meet the needs of preserving the trees, which is the goal of, of the, that subcommittee. Um, and staff is going to undertake a, a lot of analysis about the health of the trees, so we will have that information going into that discussion as well. And um, so we're all feeling very hopeful about that um, because we, uh, we know that the hospice tree lighting is usually the first Friday of December and um, the sad shape of the tree is always remarked on at that time and so we really want to be able to address that in some way so that the community can be part of looking at us going forward uh, with that effort whatever effort we do do there so this has been something that's been going on now for about a year so unless you have anything else to s so okay that that's the tree committee so that's it thank you commissioner barrett 
Commissioner Escudero. Yes, um, my parks, they look great. Um, nothing to report, but I would like to uh, make a, a two remarks. Um, first of all, the Sunrise Park uh, is looking incredible. We have the um, now um, working full speed with the uh, uh, Sunrise Community Garden, so yeah, everybody's welcome to come and, and, and join us, though. There is uh, incredible activities with the uh, with the neighbors, so uh, I just want to invite you guys to, to come. It's it, it's great. You, can, you might even get to bring some tomatoes home. <laughs> really good the other thing is that i, I just want to say thank you very much to ron and scott for bringing uh, the water uh, fountain to the uh, uh mcdowell park looks great i tried the water it's really good <laughs> i just want to say thank you very much for bringing the water to the park and i'm very very happy thank you commissioner martin uh my parks look pretty good uh except for a couple of issues that i've gotten a couple of them um for instance, on Lucchese Park, the, uh, the pond there has got a shopping cart and it's been laying there for about a week or two and has been picked up. I can see Steve over there just <laughs> waving his head. And um, is the pond going to get treated again or is it just going to, we're going to let it sit there until next year because there's a lot of that stuff that's uh, growing again. I don't know if you notice it. Uh, I forget what you call it. Yeah, there's um, the annual collection of regrowth of algae. Yeah, um, algae, there you go. Yeah, this year um, it's actually about 10% of what it was last year. And as the, the uh, season gets cooler, that growth will dissipate. We've been treating the pond uh, with a biological um, substance, is organic, that um, breaks down the coliform and also um, helps to reduce the algae growth as well. Um, the water clarity is um, improved immensely. Um, the quality of the water is, is, is much better than it has been like for the last five years. Uh, what we'll do in the spring is add a, it's just a dye, it's a dark dye. I'm going to add that a little earlier next year to suppress the growth of the plants. Uh, there's also um, vegetation, aquatic plants that grow up through the, through the water from the bottom. So what you're seeing is just an annual growth. Um, when it gets hot, the algae takes off, but it's like tremendously less than it was last year. So you'll see that dissipate pretty quickly as it cools off. And I do have one more thing. On the south side of the pond, uh, next to the water department, there there's a tree that's overgrown. And I think it needs to be trimmed because a lot of the people are just, every time they walk by there, they kind of push the branches off. I've, I've seen Steve ride his bike through there. And um, thank you for watering uh, Prince Park. It looks a little better now. We're out there playing soccer. I'm coaching a team. and everybody's uh, enjoying themselves over there. But otherwise, all my other parks look pretty good. Thank you. Um, I wanted just to report in that um, all of my parks look really in transition from summer to fall. It's really interesting to watch that in each of the parks doing it in their own particular way. And one of the ways in which Oak Hill Park is doing it is to just bloom into weeds. And Ron, thank you so much for alerting me to that. I, I've been in touch with our cadre who does the weeding, 
the neighborhood group, the Oak Hill Neighbors, and um, as you all remember, that was a, a group that particularly wanted to eliminate the spraying of herbicides in the park, and so agreed to do hand pulling of the weeds. And so we really, it's, it's, a, it's a very exciting partnership between the city and the neighbors. And we really appreciate you alerting that us to that. You know, I, I go by that park every day and I didn't, I, I guess I just get so used to seeing it, I didn't really notice how huge those weeds were, are. So on the 25th, excuse me, Monday, September 24th, starting at 5.30, the neighbors are going to get together to focus on the park that's right, or the, the uh, part of the park, the path into the park, right off of Howard Street, and uh, any other place that, that needs improving. There is a, I was there by, I was by there today, and I noticed that one of the neighbors is really taking a lot of time with the, the whole entry, the other entryway as well. So I think that area is gonna be looking pretty spiffy. Um, if anyone would like to join us, for that, please bring your own gloves and gardening tools. And um, neighbors are encouraged to come even if there's just 15 minutes of time to spend. Kids and dogs are welcome. And it, it's a really wonderful uh, community building effort that occurs during the weeding. People get a chance to chat. Um, so that's, that's our partnership. That's the Oak Hill Neighbors Partnership to maintain Oak Hill Park. And otherwise, things have been really pretty calm at, at, at the park since I last reported in. Um, we have noticed that there are, are regular police patrols happening, and I think that that's going a long way to keeping things pretty calm and, and pretty quiet up there. There is also a wonderful um, event this summer. We, we had, when we met with the police at the beginning of the summer, we agreed to have a couple of events that would begin to get additional uh, positive energy into the park. And so the, there are a number of parents who are neighbors who have very young children. And so they called a, a dinner event for very young children and their families at the park. And um, it was really well attended and, and just a very exciting uh, positive event. So that is, yes. Um, you know, you're reminding me of something that isn't exactly um, par park and rec related, but uh, I'm a member of the Petaluma Garden Club, and the Petaluma Garden Club has chosen to uh, reconstruct the labyrinth at Oak Hill Park with the idea that they would do that, but they want the maintenance of that to be done by the neighbors. So um, I don't know if there's a contact person that would be best to uh, get in touch with the city beautification group at, uh, in the garden club. They, they were the ones who did a lot of the tree planting, fruit tree planting on Arbor Day at the Sunrise Community Garden and did the little flowers on the perimeter on the outside of that. So, um, so you know, they do really wonderful work, and it's, again, another good partnership. So they would like to do that, and, but they want to know who it is that they would work with um, to, to take that over from them. Let me pull the group and see who, if, um, Sean Ryder, Sean Rowiter has been the contact person, but let me make sure that that's not. Just get it to me when, it, when you know who it is. I absolutely will. Great. That's wonderful. Thanks.
Um, the other thing I just wanted to say really quickly, just in general, is that um, I wanted to thank staff for the last tour that you did, the bicycle tour and the Donnie and Margie tour. <laughs> it really, I, I'm very much enjoying the tours to give us a chance to see the development of the parks and, and, and also the very creative and resourceful maintenance of the park as well. We did have a chance to go to Sunrise and um, there were several, well there were two or three gardeners there who gave first-hand accounts of what it's like to garden there and we were very excited. This one woman said she just had never gardened and she l has learned so much from her neighbors about how to plant and what things to plant together and that whole thing. So thank you so much, Israel, for all of your work in, in helping to get that started. And to St. Joseph's Health System and Petaluma Bounty. And who were some of the, were, did I mention the other groups? I mean, the leadership group. I think the leadership group did something uh, there a while back and I know the right. Garden Club did. Absolutely, yes. So thank you all very much. The next item on our agenda is Building and Grounds Manager Report. Ron. Thank you very much, and thank you for your report on Oak Hill Park. I really, we really appreciate all the help we get there. There's, it's just a great group of people and wonderful neighbors. Um, uh, so we really appreciate that. And on, on another note, for Oak Hill Park, uh, we're going to be removing, there's a, a single stand barbecue pit. It's an old cast iron little pit underneath some oak trees near Oak near Howard Street side uh, near the path that leads to the playground we're going to remove that as a hazard it's becoming uh, used for just fire in general so that's going to be removed um, very quickly we were we've posted it as a hazard through the fire marshals um, program um, a few items here. I'd like to thank the Ki the local Kiwanis Club. They're busy refurbishing um, the benches out at the marina. They did one this past weekend. I think there's four or five benches out there, and it's through the Adopt the Park program. Um, so they're busy doing that, and we're assisting as we can with barricades and, and what have you. So they've already done at least one bench, if not two, and probably be like a weekend at a time. So I'd like to thank them very much. It's a, it's a great project. Um, those benches are pretty worn out, so they're re replacing wood and refinishing the, the surfaces of the of the benches themselves. So that's a great project. Um, we had a great volunteer uh, day in early August. Uh, the New Life Church group, especially, uh, they pitched in. Um, they wanted a, a project they could a few projects they could do in one day. One of which was to um, repaint the um, the cinder block walls around the McDowell Park playground. So staff, uh, park staff went and power washed it uh, for a day ahead of time, all the surfaces, and they painted all, this, all the block wall and all the railings. It looks great. Just fantastic job. They also had uh, a couple other groups in other areas. They did some spreading a lot of mulch out at Denman Reach under trees and around the, the frontage landscape there, as well as uh, under trees at the near the community center at Lucchese Park. So thank you very much to that group. Um, speaking of Denman, we also um, went in there and, and heavily mowed and weeded the, the that whole area. It was very overgrown. Um, the paths 
the, the, the quarry fine paths are almost lost to weeds. We just can't maintain it. We've had a hard time getting out there. So that was taken care of and the, um, the project will um, uh, move forward in October. We're going to actually resurface the paths with some new quarry fines. The water department is going to assist the parks division and um, lay that out so that it's reusable and identifiable once again. So we're going to try to keep up on that maintenance and, and keep that area looking much better than we have um, uh, with the water department's help as well. Um, let's see what else. Um, we fixed some main water lines out at McNear Park, which were very problematic out in the sports field. Uh, Prince Park. Um, Staff went out and, and f there was a lot of fissures from that adobe clay separating out in the, in the ball fields and play area, uh, field area. So we filled in uh, many of the fissures and cracks in that soil out there. And I also had um, a gopher trapper out there um, trying to maintain the gopher situation. He caught something like 30 gophers in one day. So we're going to have him back out again. This is just a preventative maintenance kind of issue that we're, we're going to do and we need to use a contractor to do it and he's really good at it and I want to uh, see him up at Oak Hill Park and Penry as well and at Wiseman so it's kind of an expensive thing to do but we need to do it and keep up on that there's just no other way to to, to, to keep that pop gopher population like at least under control. Teresa. I, I'm sorry to interrupt but is is it a bad year for gophers or um, I mean because Penry Park was just unbelievable I, I you know I f totally forgot to mention that I had it in my notes but I had I have seen gopher holes all over town um, it's they get out of hand if when we had full staff we had people that were actually trapping on a kind of a regular basis at all of our parks, especially the, the you know the, the worst ones were Oak Hill, Penry, Prince Park, Wiseman, especially where the sports fields are. Without the staff to do that on a regular basis, it just gets out of hand. There's just no way to control it, and they just you know they multiply, they go away, and they dig more burrows and and come back every spring. So. My approach is just to use this contractor and the best I can. He's really good. I call him Davy Crockett. He's, uh, he's, he's great. So our, our intent is to just keep up and keep the threshold at a level where we can maintain the safety of the sports fields especially. But Oak Hill and Penry are really out of hand and, and my intent is to get that under control as well soon. Um, other than that, I guess my report is done. Thank you. Any other questions or comments for Ron? It's not for Ron, but I forgot something. <laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> so not too late. I'm sorry, being the newbie here. Um, when I was at the when I was at the um, the River Heritage Center, I spoke with uh, a guy named John and Michael Turner, and was told that they've had some overnight guests on the docks, and those docks are n really not. Uh, prepared for heavy boats, sailboats, and so Michael told me that they were going to be putting up a sign, maybe maybe they already put it up on Monday, just like the one at Foundry Wharf that says, you know, no, no overnight uh, guests, and uh, because I guess there was a sailboat that was there, and when the tide went out, it started pulling the, the, um, yeah, the, the logs that were holding the Holding the holding the pilings, holding the docks together, and and so they're trying to discourage people with big boats from docking there, since the docks are definitely not prepared for that. I just wanted to mention that. 
thank you. Any other comments or questions specifically related to Ron's report? Ron, I wanted to ask you, the trapper, is he actually trapping or is there any other form of uh, um, he, he, he stays on site the full eight hours he's there. He traps, he, 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 um, he puts flags at every little site he, he's trapping at um, so that people know where those traps are. Of course, people have their dogs running out, and it's like especially like Prince Park. He stays on site and just goes from trap to trap to trap over and over and over and then resets them and um, yeah, he just there's there's really no other control. We we don't use of course we don't use chemicals. Um, gas bombs don't work. Um, you can try to flood you know flood holes and it'll just move them elsewhere. So really, trapping is the best way to go. You can you actually see you know results and you know you're 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 being effective. Great. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. And the assistant city manager report. Thank you. Um, I've provided a written report for you, and from that, I would, I would call your attention to the uh, to the pool maintenance note, and and would just like to say that again, we're the we're um, I think somewhat the beneficiary of of Ron taking on a new assignment as as the um, as a, a new assignment with building maintenance, uh, and Public Works and and Recreation are going to collaborate on these wintertime pool maintenance projects that are sorely sorely needed, and that will result in a repair of the uh, the bottom of the of the Kavanaugh pool, I think we sh we showed that that, uh, that that problem to you all when we were out looking around uh, last month. Uh, but as well, we're going to drain the uh, the swim center and and do the the caulking and painting and and work that's necessary uh, there. And it's it's really just simply a result of being able to collaborate with the uh, with Public Works. So that's um, those aren't you know. I guess sexy projects, but they really do. They're really necessary, um, and it's it's uh, it's pretty exciting that we can get those done. <clears throat> I, I would then just add that we've been working on our um, maintenance and operations agreement with Plan. Uh, we're nearly complete with that. We've um, um, each. Um, um, plan and uh, and staff have put in an enormous amount of time to get that just right, uh, and we've really made a lot of progress on it. and And I hope that within the next, um, uh, well, Susan and I meet tomorrow to to sort of um, finish up some of the fine details. I hope we'll have that complete, and uh, and we'll make sure that you get a look at that. And as well, I'd like to to, to say that we've we've um, uh, pulled the. Uh, uh, the 1987 museum agreement at, at, by request of the museum board, and have dusted that off and cleaned that up, and and uh, um, and, and their subcommittee is doing a review of what I would what I would think of as a final draft right now. So uh, that one should should be complete as well. We had a real positive um, meeting with the Friends of the River this morning. Uh, meeting with them is always positive, but um, we're, we're going to begin to to discuss and establish some framework for a cooperative agreement with them as well around uh, um, around the master plan for the for the yearsly center and and, uh, and 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 steamer landing phase two which is already designed so I think that's really good news and another um, positive step forward so with that um, I would respond to any questions anyone has or I'm finished thanks Great. any questions or comments for Ron, for Scott no um, there certainly isn't any grass growing under any of your feet. No. <laughs> There's, it, it, everything is 
it seems like even when there are pieces, places where you're putting out fires, you're also taking new initiatives. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks for mentioning that. And we, we, we actually had that very conversation with the Friends group this morning and, um, and, and just reiterated to them that, 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 that really we could be hunkered down and, and, um, and, and, and in, in real trouble. But because of our good friends in a variety of different areas, we really have a lot of stuff going on. And it's, and it's, all, it's all good. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm also aware that we haven't had a chance to say out loud um, appreciation for Jan Mandrell and the 4th of July um, to the community and, and to the community. That, that was such an incredible celebration. And every year, it really just seems to get better. It, it, it's <laughs> the spirit of it just ripples through the community. I heard in the weeks after that from so many people how much they appreciated We'll, she'll be in uh, next month with the with the movies um, uh, contractor, and we'll be sure that we uh, get a chance to acknowledge her for that work. She really did good work on that, as she always does. Yes, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Okay, so there being no further business, I'll call the meeting adjourned. Call the meeting adjourned. I'll.